Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, hey and Smokes. Welcome to another Suds podcast episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your hostess, good old gal Juliana, and with me today is good old boy Dave. Hey, would you like to buy a monkey? What kind of monkey is it? I, I didn't actually bring the monkey with me, but I was just trying to gather interest in the monkey if I were to have it for sale. Dude, you tell me you want to sell me a monkey. Of course, I'm going to be interested in a monkey. Monkeys are cool pets. But they do throw their feces. Uh, and you already have me for that. So Yeah, I was going to say, so do some people that I know of. Oh, I shouldn't have said it was me. I was trying to keep that under wraps. Oh, Should we move on? Yeah, I guess so. And now for a brief interlude from our sponsor. Thanks to Warby Parker for supporting Sip Suds and Smokes. Get boutique quality, stylish eyewear, and sunglasses at revolutionary prices. Try them for yourself by going to warbyparker.com forward slash sips to order your free home try-on kit with free shipping all around. So today's going to be kind of cool. We're going to be tasting and discussing some beers from Japan. But are they from Japan? That is the question. The beers we'll be discussing today are from Japanese breweries, but they may not have been brewed in Japan. We have Hitachi no Nest Red Rice Ale from the Kyuchi Beer Company. Gingo Kogan Beer from the Gingo Kogan Beer Company. You know, that's creative naming. And uh, Kagawa Blanc from the Far East Brewing Company. And Kagawa Rouge from the Far East Brewing Company. And Sapporo Premium Beer, number one, from Sapporo Brewing Company. Wow. So while we're drinking these beers and talking about them, we'll also be rating them from one to five, with one being stinky and five being... Awesome. I'm a five, everyone. You like to think you're a five. <laughs> okay. So the first beer that we're going to talk about is the Hitachino Nest Red Rice Ale from Kiyuchi Beer Company. And forgive me for... Kiyuchi! For mustering all this stuff up. So, the Kiyuchi Brewery was established in 1823. That's right, 1823. Dang. By Kiyuchi Gihai, the headsman of the Kunosu village. His family was collecting rice from farmers as land taxes for the Mito Tokugawa family. He began his brewery with the idea of using the remaining rice stocks in the warehouse. And at the time in Japan, a new political movement began to reform in the Tokugawa regime. Uh, Fujita Toku, one of the movement's activists, advocated an ideology to build a new organizational government with the reverence of the emperor. And this thought led to the Meiji Restoration. I don't quite know how that relates to anything <laughs> to do with the brewery, but Sound it was on their website. But they they had a lot of meetings about it, and they got thirsty debating it, so they had to have beer to drink to quench their thirst so that they could talk more, and that's how this ties in. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so in the autumn of 1996, Kiyuchi started brewing beer, under the name Hitachino Nest Beer, with that cute little unique owl character logo. 
The owls are not what they seem. Aww. Over the years, Kiyuchi Brewery has gained lots of worldwide attention and winning numerous awards at numerous beer competitions. Um, and in 2000, they developed a brew on the premises facilities. I like the way the Japanese speak. Anyways, this red rice ale has complex sake-like flavors with malt sweet notes and hint of strawberries in the nose and on the palate. It has an intriguing mix of sake, malt, <laughs> and bitter notes in the finish. She did say sake and not sucky. <laughs> yeah. And um, of note, the hops is Chinook. So, I don't get a lot of hops in this, but I do get a lot of strawberry. It's almost like a like a dried fruit, like a fruit leather um, intensity. It's very heavy fruit flavor, um, and it and it does have a sake like characteristic. I don't drink as much sake as I would like, but this does have that sort of not quite wine, but it's a definite cleaner taste to it. Uh, with the fruit, and I really, really like this beer. There's, I've never tasted any beer that tastes like this. Yeah, of note, the the color on this has got this really cool strawberry juice look to it. I mean, it is it's pink. It really is pink. Yeah. Um, but to echo your words, yeah, this is something I've never had before. It, it's it's got this slight fruitiness to it, but it also tastes like sake. 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 You can say sake. Um, and there's a crispness to it, too, like almost effervescent. Yes. And I thought that was really interesting. But over, it, it's so cool and it's so unique. You got to try this. You really do. And uh, what did we give this beer? We gave the Hitachi no Nest Red Rice Ale a sud rating of four. Uh, Very well deserved on that. Okay, moving on, we're going to talk about the Ginga Kogan beer, which the brewery was started in 1996 as a project to economically develop the Sawachi Village by Isao Nakamura, who established Higashini Hon House Company. Maybe oh, they should gosh. read the website. Yeah, maybe. Um. Anyways... So this is a Hefeweizen style beer that they brewed because they have a similar climate and water to Germany. Um, I, I'm guessing because of their uh, latitude or longitude or whatever. Yeah, so it's in northern Japan, so they have a lot of heavy snowfall. Yeah. Which gives them the great fresh water. So I'm not a big fan of Hefeweizens myself. Um just because of the heavy esters that usually come like the banana and clove, this one doesn't have a lot of that. It, it's definitely got some of the Hefeweizen characteristics to it, but it's just enough for a guy like me who's not a big Hefe fan. So if you were going to judge this as a Hefe, I would say it's not great. But for someone like me, I think it's delicious. I really like this beer a lot. It's, it's interesting because... When I think of Hefe, I think of the bubblegummy, banana, clovey thing going on. And there's none barely, of that. It's barely, barely, barely there. Yeah, there's none of that in the nose. And then when you taste it, it's got this sort of lagerness to it. It's clean. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, lagerness more so than what 
I get out of Heffy's. Well, because think about how clear it is, too. You know, like Heffy's are usually cloudy. Yeah, this, this isn't cloudy at all. crystal clear. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much... It's, it's really impressive for what it is. And it's interesting that um, Japanese breweries would want to brew a German Heffy style. Well, you know what I mean? But, but think about how like you like Japanese whiskeys and some of those whiskeys they brew to be similar to scotch. You know, and I think Japanese people they want to be able to do anything great. And they they use what they have to make it really good and and so I th- I think they see it and uh, I think their one of their brewers has, was trained in Germany probably so yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Well, so what'd you think of this beer? I really like it. I, th- I like again. I'm not a huge heffy fan. Um, this is just heffy enough for me. <laughs> well, for those that aren't looking for something that's banana clovey, then this is right up your alley. Yeah. If you don't want to drink some juicy fruit, I say try this beer. Yeah, and it and it you can taste the wheat that's in it. So very. And it comes long. in this awesome blue bottle. Yeah, that is a pretty cool bottle. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot different than the other bottles that we have at the table. So what did we rate this beer? We rated the uh, this beer as a sud rating of three. Okay, so so far we have a traditional Japanese beer that's made by a Japanese brewery. In Japan. And then another beer that is kind of German. Made in Japan. To be continued, guys. Hey, Dave. What's in the box? Well, there's Seymour, uh, Wilby, Crane. Aw, did you get new dolls? I mean, action figures? No. They're the frames of my new Warby Parker home try-on kit. I went to warbyparker.com forward slash sips and chose five boutique quality frames to try out for free for five days. Then I just shipped them back for free and order whichever pair I want. They even have the Warby Parker app if you want to order on your phone. Cool. Do you know which pair you're going to get? Well, with prices starting at $95, even for boutique quality stylish eyewear with prescription lenses, I started out on Team Wilby, but now I think I'm switching to Team Seymour, too. Try Warby Parker for yourself and see how good you look in their frames. Go to warbyparker.com forward slash sips. That's lowercase s-i-p-s to order your own free home try-on kit with free shipping all around. Hey, welcome back, everyone. So we're discussing some beers from Japan that, well, may or may not be... From Japan. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. So the next two that we're going to discuss are from Kagawa. And Kagawa. Kagawa. So... But they're really not. Yeah. It's kind of so they were original. So the the name of the company was Nippon uh, Beer Company out of Tokyo, and they in 2015 they changed it to Far East. Get it, Far East, Far East hey. Brewing Company or beer company. Um, and Kagawa is one of the lines of beer that they they produce. And the first one is which one are we doing? The Blanc. The Blanc. Okay, so. That is a Belgian-style beer with yuzu. And yeast-derived phenolic aroma. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's definitely Belgian. 
Yeah, it is. And this is, okay, so this is 8%. So this beer smells clean. Like, you don't get any major, I don't get any major aromas coming off of it. No, if you um, told me this was a Belgian beer, I would say my nose is stopped up and I couldn't smell a bloody thing. But it's fruity. There's like this hint of fruit. And as it warms up, you get that a little bit more. And I think that's the yuzu. Um, it's kind of citrusy and nice. And um, it's very clear. It's like a clear golden color. And when you drink it, it is so good. This is unbelievably surprising to me. I don't even know how to describe all the flavors yeah, there, that are going on here. There is so much going on. This is so Belgian without the aroma. Being Belgian, right? Yeah. Exactly. So I think this is kind of the the flip side of you know being a a, a Japanese brewery who wants to brew a, a German style um, at, in in Japan. This is, you know, we're Japanese, and they call them phantom breweries. So we call them gypsy breweries like McKellar and Evil Twin and Tool and places like that where they don't really have a location. They go and brew their beers uh, at other breweries. They come up with a recipe and the concept and let them be brewed at other places. But um, so they, they had actual Belgian breweries brew these Belgian style beers for them. And the effervet like the creaminess that's in this is so spot on. Like I wouldn't be surprised if this is a very renowned Belgian brewery that they're doing their gypsy brewing with because this tastes so traditional. Yeah. Minus the fact that you don't get the aroma of a very traditional It Belgian all comes beer. down to the flavor. Yes, you know, it's exactly. All there. Exactly. And almost it, it yeah you you mentioned the creamy mouthfeel in it is so it it looks like it would finish dry and just be thin but when you taste it man it's so warm and and full in your mouth well that sounded dirty but um it it's is really it's delicious. a huge yeah. it's a huge flavor and to look at it at the bottle the bottle is so plain jane that I mean, when I saw it on the shelf, you know, you we took it. kind of past it. Almost. Yeah, exactly. And then you realize, oh, it's a Japanese beer. We got to try this. I never heard of it before. But it really impressed me. And I'm so happy that we tried this. What yeah. did we give this? We gave this one, the uh, Kagawa Blanc, a sud rating of four. <laughs> now, the other Kagawa beer that we have is the Rouge. Again, this is a Belgian-style ale um, with roasted malt, and but this time they added Sancho. Sancho. And Sancho is a pepper. Japanese pepper. So what did you think of this one? Um, now, this one, you get it in the nose. <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you know what it is right from the beginning. It is Belgian from the aroma. You know, there's candy sugar in the aroma. There's the malt sweetness. And you even get, I think, some of that pepperiness, too, uh, before you even take a sip. Mm-hmm. Now, the color on this one is very distinctive of what it's called. It's called Rouge, and it's Rouge for a reason. It is a gorgeous, dark reddish brown. And yeah. the creaminess factor of this one is even so much more than the Blanc. 
So, I, and as far as Belgian style, I, I'm guessing like a triple. I was going to say more quaddy. More quad. You're probably right. Because I'm know, getting Belgians a lot of dark fruits. Yeah, yeah. I just I really get the hint of that pepper on the back end of it. But it's nice. It's pleasing. It's, it's not, not pungent. It's not a burn. It's, no. it's just a nice little spiciness that carries you out um, as the taste uh, goes across the back of your palate. Yeah, it reminds me of those really good peppercorn saisons that we've had before. Where the pepper's there in the back and it lingers just slightly, but it's really outstanding. Yeah. Yeah, You d- and you get the... You get the whole thing with this. You get the the malts and the candy sugar, and the pepper and the yeast. It's incredibly well done beer. I mean, it's a stellar, stellar beer. Again, which makes me between the two of these beers, it really makes me lead, lead me to believe. Hello, English. That this was brewed at a very well renowned Belgian brewery because it's you can tell that there's a lot of love that have gone into both of these beers yeah. you know in in the style in the ingredients um in the execution of them I, yeah. if you didn't tell me that these were japanese beers i would swear that they're belgian absolutely and that that's kind of an interesting thing you know i mean do they have to be brewed in japan to be japanese beers even if they're belgian style but i mean right you know we we in America, they brew Belgian-style beers all the time, and I think you would definitely say they're American, but they're they're brewed here. So that that's the weird thing is, you know, does it depend on where you brew it or who builds the recipe? I don't I don't know, but yeah. whatever the case, they did a really great job. And um, and if you want to buy this beer, you've got to look for the Japanese name. Yes, so. exactly. So, what did we rate this beer? I think we had to give this one a five, man. Yeah. It's just simply outstanding. Man. Now, last but not least, to throw a little bit of confusion. <laughs> In an already confused scenario. We're going to talk about Sapporo. This is actually the American version of Sapporo. When I bought it, I didn't realize that, but... You know, now that we've tried it, it's a good, clean lager, and I really enjoyed it. What did you think? I thought it was really good. I mean, it's lagery, it's European lagery, but it makes sense. It is definitely lagery, and I think we gave this lagery lager a three. <laughs> so overall, some pretty interesting beers from Japan-ish, Japanese. <laughs> Japanese brewing companies. Okay, Japanese brewing companies that some of them are brewed all over the place. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode and you can catch more episodes online, including our regular weekly show. I'd like to thank my co-host today, good old boy Dave. I'm surprised you're actually thanking me. Well, it says so in the script, so I have to do that. You're welcome. This is good old gal Juliana. Keep on chuggling and see you next time. This has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the Dude in the Basement Studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.